This episode of the podcast is presented by Knowing Hospitality, a full-service hotel management and consulting company that works directly with hotel owners and managers to help stabilize their properties and take on projects that are critical to their operation. Knowing Hospitality can be the extra set of hands that you need to make sure your hotel is best positioned for today's environment. Visit knowinghospitality.com to learn more. Now let's get to the podcast. Starting with a few early adopters and expanding and we're rounding in on 600 hotels in 60 countries. And these are hotels who at the property level have attested to having everything in place and Mm -hmm. letting the world know that they're ready to welcome guests. Welcome to the Proven Principles Podcast, the show that deconstructs the inner workings of the hospitality industry, breaking down the tools, tips, and tricks that the world's best-run hotels use every day. Here's your host, Adam Knight. My guest today is Herman Elker. Herman is an industry veteran bringing over 25 years with companies like Baccarat Hotels and Resorts, St. Regis, Montage, and Ritz-Carlton. He's now Executive Vice President of Travel, Entertainment, and Health Security at ShareCare, a digital health services company, and he's been helping hotels come back from the pandemic. ShareCare Health Security Verification is one of the tools that has emerged as a way for hotels to demonstrate to their guests that health and safety protocols surrounding COVID are not only in place, but continually verified to ensure booking confidence and peace of mind. Whether it's health and hygiene protocols, cleaning products and procedures, masks and PPE usage, ventilation, management accountability, or health and safety communication with guests and employees, I believe this is a space that hotels should be seriously looking at not only to instill confidence in travelers, but as a way to get back to talking about their own stories. So let's get to it. This is episode 46 of the Proven Principles podcast, Herman Elger on health verification and the return of the hotel industry. Enjoy. Herman, it's great to have you on the show. Thanks for being here. Thank you, Adam. It's great to be here as well. I look forward to this. This is going to be a good conversation. I think we've got a lot of ground to cover, but before diving too deep into the show, I guess we just start with first things first. Why don't you tell everybody a little bit about yourself? How, what's your connection to the industry and, and what are you doing today? Sure. Well, we can go back as far as you'd like, but I'm uh, really an industry veteran in terms of the hospitality business. Uh, second generation hotelier, and uh, just been fortunate to work all over the hotel, all over the world, uh, in some great hotels. Long time with Ritz Carlton, Montage, St. Regis in New York, the Baccarat in New York. That's really given me a great opportunity to learn quite a bit and get to be in some special places as well. We may have crossed paths uh, at some point uh, in our St. Regis days. I was at the St. Regis in Southern California for a little while before it went independent. Oh, okay. Uh, I was at the St. Regis, New York from uh, 2014 to about 2017. That was my my time with uh, Starwood right before the Marriott acquisition. That was right around when I was there. Yeah. Huh. We may have, who knows? We may have crossed paths at some point, but uh, anyway, in any event, it's good. It's good to uh, to connect with you here. So you're with a company called ShareCare now. What does ShareCare do? Well, ShareCare is a digital health company based out of Atlanta, Georgia. Uh, their founder, Jeff Arnold, also created WebMD some years back. And ShareCare basically helps you put uh, all your health in one place, helps you manage all your health through one source, works with a lot of um, employers and providers, and uh, is really the innovator and the leader in this in this space the founder, Jeff Arnold, happens to also be chairman and owner of um, Forbes Travel Guide. And that's where the connections and the travel start to take shape. And so oh, okay. I've been with ShareCare now since uh, last year, end of last year. 
And our focus right now is really on health security and doing our best to help get the world traveling again. Interesting, timely move <laughs> coming out of the hotel industry, going into probably a part adjacent to the industry that is going to need with hotels and hotel companies needing a lot of guidance on what to do as we come out of this and what things are going to look like. Have you guys been working with hotels in the last little bit here, just trying to throw this? What have things looked like from your perspective for the last you know, 90 days, maybe up to six months? Well, what we do is really based on a couple principles. And one is um, Forbes Travel Guide is the leader in inspections and evaluation. So we've got some good insight in how to uh, help hotels evaluate what they're doing. Uh, the other side of it is with the uh, ShareCare as a digital health company, their goal is to uh, help build resilience within the individual. And through this pandemic, realizing that part of that also is uh, helping to establish yourself and, and build your resiliency through being becoming health secure. And health secure means how can you be more resilient in the future should another pandemic or a resurgence occur? How can your business become more resilient as well? And how can you prepare yourself not only to come back from this, but how can you prepare yourself to be resilient and avoid catastrophic situations in the future that situations such as this bring a, bring along? Uh, we don't have to, you know, we know clearly the impact this has had on the hospitality industry. And uh, believing that if we can build health security into businesses and uh, operations, we can uh, maybe have a fighting chance if we're able face to ever face with this again. So our first goal was um, really the same way Forbes Travel Guide tells the world that a hotel might be five stars or four stars. How can we come up with a way to let the world know that the hotel is safe to visit? Safe to visit coming from the voice of the operator, the general manager who is on property and his team or her team. Mm -hmm. And say to the traveler, look, uh, they've been vetted and have responded to a wide range of questions. Hmm. I've kind of maybe jumped a few questions ahead, but uh, this is <laughs> no, that's great. This is what the last six months or so has looked like. And starting with a few early adopters and expanding, and we're rounding in on 600 hotels in 60 countries. And these are hotels who, at the property level, have attested to having everything in place and mm -hmm. letting the world know that they're ready to welcome guests. That's interesting. So, really coming up with an industry standard that kind of like, you know, whatever Forbes or AAA would, would be doing from their perspective, but the set of standards that other hotels can emulate, which sort of creates this social proof, I guess, that this is what the, what the industry has decided is good for hotels, to, how they should be positioning themselves and operating to demonstrate to the customer that they're a safe place to stay. Is that a fair way to say it? It is. We think we, we close a, a gap. So we're a verifier. So we don't come in and tell the hotel how to clean or how to carry about their health security mission. We take the hard work that's been done and kind of come in and we're that final checklist, if you will, and ask you all the questions and ask you to confirm that you're compliant and that you have everything in place. And then uh, we'll check back with you in 30 days. We'll check with, back with you 30 days later. Because it's a tech-enabled tool that uses chatbot and AI technology, we can reach out to uh, virtually every hotel everywhere every day and ask them questions. And if there are changes in guidance or something we think they may need to know about, uh, we could push that out to them as well. 
But what we're trying to do is really shorten the booking cycle. Right now, we believe that the consumer may be too bogged down in should I travel? And we'd like to get them to where should I travel? And we think that the hotels may be too bogged down in explaining everything they're doing to ensure that the hotel is safe. And they should have a simple way to communicate that, whereby we can then fill that gap. And uh, if they have a simple way to communicate that, they can get back to passionately talking about what makes their hotel special and unique. It was interesting. I was on a call not long ago, and uh, I listened to a general manager explaining for about 15 minutes everything they're doing to clean and sanitize and ensure the hotel is safe. And it left me with the thought that it did not encourage me to want to visit that hotel necessarily because it didn't talk to any of the passion points that that hotel represents or that destination represents. Yeah. Rather, a simple reference to share care verification would have put me, and I'm probably not the best example, but I believe would have put the traveler at ease in terms <laughs> of those points. And we could have gotten to, talk, to talking about the views and the beaches and the sunsets and that sort of thing. And that's where you really want to get the traveler thinking uh, less about how you're cleaning the hotel and more about where they can make memories. You know, that's a really interesting point. I had a conversation about a year ago with somebody in hotel marketing. And this lines up exactly with what you're saying, where he said that at the time, everybody wanted to hear about the cleaning protocols and, you know, whatever the hotel was doing to make sure that the environment was safe. But that message was going to be so short-lived. You couldn't change your entire marketing and, and positioning statement to just be about that. But at some point, we had to move on and start getting back to those emotional hooks that we get into our guests to have them come and stay with us. And saying, share, care, verified, kind of just, it's sort of, it's casts a wide net, I imagine, and says, yeah. okay, this is what we're doing. Now let's get back to the reason why people should be traveling. Forgive the rough segue here, but, <laughs> but I think it, you know, I'm going to try to line this up. So you've got the share care verification. Does that cover anything related to on-site COVID testing, digital passports, things like that? Because, you know, I, one side of me sees that that might be coming down the pipeline for hotels. But then, you know, I, I kind of put my operator hat on and think, well, I don't know necessarily if COVID on-site testing and, and uh, vaccine verifications when people are staying on site is necessarily the best move for hotels to be taking. So are you guys playing in that arena right now? It's been fascinating to watch how this has all transpired. And as little by little, different players identify themselves as important parts of certain lanes of this journey. I believe that we really live in the facility verification space. We don't give guidance or suggestions either on mm -hmm. testing or on those sorts of protocols. We really believe that our niche is helping uh, through our expertise and evaluations and inspections, and then also the credibility that ShareCare as a digital health company brings to the way we've structured the questions. We really live in that facility verification space, uh, giving you peace of mind that, like I said, uh, you might ask a general manager or their team 20 questions about whether or not the hotel is ready for you to visit. And, but we go in and ask you know, anywhere from 140 to 320. So anything you may think to ask, we've, we've got covered. Mm. We're attacking this opportunity to get the world traveling again from three different angles. We believe that uh, this gives the hotel a valuable way to tell their story. Spend less time talking about your protocols and more time talking about the views. We believe, believe it gives the travel buyer, uh, maybe a travel advisor or travel agent, an easy way to get their customers traveling again and say to them, look, 
I don't need to go and spend an hour on the phone with that hotel. They've been Sharecare verified. So mm-hmm. why don't we use them as a, a, a first hotel for you to visit? And we really want to get the travel advisor business going again and get their customers traveling. And the third part is we really believe that the operator of the hotels could use a tool that speaks to their general managers throughout their system and uh, asks that team the question as to, do you have all of these points that we're talking about in place? So this is really a valuable tool for those that run the hotel companies, for those that run the hotels, for those that sell the hotels, and for those who book travel. And all rolled up into, again, looking at that common denominator approach. But in answer, and that was a really long way to answer your first question, we really kind of stay in that facility space. And it's led us to some great opportunities to expand into stadiums and arenas. We're starting to work with some cruise opportunities, Mm -hmm. uh, restaurants as well. But uh, our lane is the facility. How did you come up with 300 plus questions? (laughs) How did you work with any outside agencies or uh, uh, what was the process to come up with it? Sharecare, being a digital health company, has access to resources as well uh, between their clinicians and advisory boards. We also are able to access guidance that comes, whether it be from the CDC or from local requirements. The beauty of this tool and the platform, the way it's built, is that depending on how many team members you delegate to, the questions expand throughout those different areas. So if it's uh, one person answering one set of questions on behalf of the entire hotel, you may end up with X, say 140. If you ask your food and beverage director, your director of rooms, your director of engineering also to answer questions for their areas, well, there are going to be repetitive questions that are carried out in the food and beverage area. So it expands that way. It's really not a fixed number of questions, but in answer to your question on how we came about Mm -hmm. it, we divided into verticals and we have questions related to health and hygiene, preparing the building, social distancing communication, administration. And so the questions actually uh, can cover everything from a proper social distancing protocols in place with regard to what's required in that area to do you have uh, processes in place to help your employees deal with questions that may arise? Or do you have policies in place to help you deal with certain situations as they arise? And some of these may seem really obvious, but we've gotten feedback from hotels that it really helps them to feel very confident that they have covered all the necessary points that could arise. And uh, certainly you've got hotels who are members of large hotel companies who have great resources available to help them define that. You also have a lot of small independent hotels out there that don't necessarily have access to those resources. And this is where we can really be helpful as well to help that uh, hotel that's tried to kind of go it on their own, know that they've got that validation and someone else has. taking a look at it and ask them all the right questions. Which is oh so common, right? How often Mm -hmm. like do hotels and hotel companies want to think that there's the expertise within the building to tackle just about anything that may come up, but sometimes it takes an outside perspective to ask the questions that you don't even know need to be asked or answered. You know, you're so right when you say that. And I believe it actually gives validity and uh, credibility to what you're saying. So Mm -hmm. You know, of course, you're going to believe that what I'm telling you is happening in my hotel is actually happening, but it never hurts to have another group ask those questions and also verify it. Why wouldn't you want to do that? I think right. it just helps in, in, in messaging and creating a, maybe more of a solid story. 
Yeah, yeah, for sure. What what does the process look like on site? So if a hotel calls and says, okay, we want to participate in this program, is there an, there's an initial inspection? And then you mentioned at the outset, follow-ups every 30 days, give or take. Do you go through the initial verification process? You get your stamp of approval, and then you have to continue to be to meet certain benchmarks to stay verified? Yeah, well, this, first of all, is um, designed to be something. As an operator, I believe that for things to live within the operating world of hotels, they need to be streamlined to a point where they are uh, become habit and mm-hmm. become part of the operation. At the end of the day, for a hotelier, the guest is always going to take priority as well as the employees. And it's very easy for operational steps to kind of fall by the wayside as you're trying to take care of your guests. So what we did is we took great effort to create something that doesn't require any server intervention. It is a web-based tool that you receive an email, you open it up on your handheld device, and it uses a chatbot to take you through a series of questions, which you answer yes, no, or in some cases, not, not applicable. You don't have a swimming pool, for example. That's how you respond to the questions. You then get the badge of verification, and this badge you can display on your website or on your email signatures. Uh, what's kind of neat is if you enable it, you can uh, the client can scroll over the badge and see when was the last time the hotel was verified. But even more importantly, I believe, is that the hotel can load their specific protocols load a URL link onto that badge so that if anyone wants to dig in deeper and say, well, actually, how are they delivering room service or how are they social distancing around their pool? Mm. You click on that and get very specific property information, knowing that many cases, the guest doesn't necessarily want to hear all of that. But in the event they do, that's where you would go to find it. So the initial verification uh, is carried out and then you'll receive reminders or updates on different cadences. And that's just to ensure, you know, we want the guests to know that this is not a one and done. And the hotels find it quite help- mm-hmm. helpful to be able to point to reminders that they're receiving along the way. Have you had any feedback from hotels? And it, it, maybe it's too early to even ask this question, but I have to, it came to mind, so I want to ask it. As some of this leisure travel does start to ramp up again, have you had any feedback that this has enabled hotels to maybe drive additional business into their hotel. You can't necessarily create demand, but like, if, are they getting a bigger share of the pie as a result yeah, of this? That's, that's a great question. And it's a question that's asked and one that we really are very keen on defining. The best way to define that would be through a star report, concept mm-hmm. market data. Yeah. Uh, we're not able really to extrapolate that to the degree that we would like right now, simply because the inventory is not back to the degree. So what we need to do is base ourselves on the feedback from the operating team that says, look, this was helpful to me as a marketing tool. This was helpful to me as a final checklist. This was helpful as to me as a way that I can maybe wean myself away from my very expensive approach to health Mm -hmm. protocols and marketing and get back to, you know, these are, these are rare, very, rare dollars or or whatever currency mm-hmm. that a hotel has to spend and if if maybe we can use this tool to get you away from needing to spend money on marketing what you're doing to be clean and let's get that being spent back on the guest or your employees by having the confidence that this verified badge will tell the story for you i think that's a good way to help these uh 
hard-pressed hotels uh, that are suffering for resources in some cases be able to put their money back where it mean, makes the most difference, which is taking care of their guests and employees. So that's where I'm basing yeah. our success is on the feedback of the operators. I also like to base it on the feedback of the, those buying and booking travel and saying, you know, it's a great resource for me to be able to look for hotels that have that badge. And it's a much easier story to tell to my clients to get them booking travel. I will, we will have data at some point and I look forward to seeing what that looks like, but um, we're just really trying to do our part and, and, and get people, uh, get people traveling confidently. again. Yeah. And you make a great point. I mean, it, we're still in the saving dollars phase right now, not necessarily sure. driving revenue uh, in any large capacity. So that's, no, that's a, that's a great way to look at it. I, I imagine that there's, so you've got the hotel side of things, but there's also potentially outside looking in and educating the guests sort of side of this here, where you've got to, for lack of a better way of stating it, convince guests that there's value in this, this badge on a hotel website or letterhead, wherever, and that it means something. Is there a process internally that you've been embarking on or talking about to sort of get the message out to the public to say this is a seal that you should be looking for when you book your travel? Yes, uh, we do believe there's a real B2C approach in telling the story because at the end of the day, you as a consumer should want to stay in a hotel that has this, if for no reason other than to know that the hotel has just taken a few extra steps to double check everything. It's not an expensive tool in any way. Again, leading with obligation, following with opportunity. This is just something meant to live as a part of the hotel for many years to come. How necessary it will be, that is still remains to be seen. So we have taken some approaches to communicate this to the consumer, but more it's uh, really focused on those three components of the B2B, which is uh, hotel output for this, from a sales standpoint, travel buyer, recognition in terms of using it to help motivate their clients to travel and then operator engagement in terms of using it as an audit or work trail tool to ensure that certain steps are being followed within the hotels within their system in this time when everyone's suffering for resources to be able to double check on things. Yes, I do believe that the consumer and may hopefully we'll get to that point where the traveler can can say, you know, um, uh, call a hotel and say, I'm, I'm planning to come visit Notice you aren't share care verified. Could I get you to go through the process? Mm. Uh, because we've built it to be so streamlined and efficient and easy to use, should not be complicated. And uh, you know, if it builds confidence in your guests coming in, why not do it? I could totally see this being part of like an RFP process. Well, you know, if you're gonna you're gonna get me to my conversation. Uh, the question I get often: When do you see travel coming back? And we see it coming back quite quickly at leisure, but lagging <laughs> a bit more in group and corporate. And uh, I do believe that that yeah. it should be part of the RFP process or it should be part of corporate travel guidelines. Um, from a duty of care mm -hmm. perspective, why not do everything you can to ensure that the hotel where you're sending your group attendees or your employees mm -hmm. has been checked and verified in every potential way? I'm not claiming that this is the final uh, end-all, be-all, but uh, it is a step in the process and I think a very valuable one. For sure, tool and toolkit, there's no doubt. Okay, I have to ask this question, putting my GM hat on, uh, sure. my operations hat on. What do you say to that 
GM who's listening right now, who like conceptually gets what we're talking about, but has all sorts of reasons why they can't do this in their property. Being short-staffed, maybe it's a lack of, of resources or a lack of perceived resources needed to go down this road, chair care. What do you say to that person to let them know, and I'm assuming that it's not really a big heavy lift operationally, how do you impart that? My first response is I, as a former GM and hotelier, feel and can only imagine the pressure and pain that a hotel operator may be going through right now. I mean, this is probably the most difficult territory we've had to navigate ever. And I would say that to the best of my ability and experience within the industry, this has been designed to be helpful, not to be a burden in any way. On the contrary, it's meant to be efficient. It's meant to be very straightforward. It's meant to be something that really can amplify. Uh, you know, I recognize, and we all do, that every hotel has done unbelievable work over the last year. Uh, the problem is how do we take all that work and just communicate it efficiently and not spend time dwelling on it when we should be getting back to what we did so well before, which is telling the story of our hotels and our mm -hmm. properties. And uh, I've been doing this long enough to know, and I've been through enough hotels that if it's not a benefit or easy choice in terms of your operating day, uh, it's not going to work. I wouldn't have uh, left my uh, day job as a hotelier to mm -hmm. come devote myself to this. Uh, and, and my reason behind it is really that I believe I can make a greater impact for the industry that's given me so much by helping to get the world traveling. And I think if I can pour all my expertise into helping to tell this story, I've seen a lot of suffering through a lot of hotels of a lot of people who just want to get back to taking care of guests. And uh, I've gotten a lot of great opportunities along the way. And uh, I just really see this as my way to give back. And it's with those intentions that it was created. I love that, Herman. That's that's uh, fantastic. Great message and probably a good place to to wrap the show here. Learn more about ShareCare or learn more about you or just get in touch with you, ask any questions. What's a good place for them to go? Oh, let me see. What would be the best way to reach me? By email, you know, I'm at herman.elger at sharecare.com. And uh, that's probably the best place to go. And uh, Love to uh, certainly welcome any feedback or if I can uh, you know, provide any information. But uh, yeah, this is a journey. It's not something that we've solved and it's changing every step of the way. And uh, we're learning with every step. And uh, I believe it'll give us lessons that serve us for a long time to come. But I firmly believe we need to have this built into our toolkit moving forward. The same way you have uh, life safety or you have cybersecurity uh, you need to have some health security built in there. It's not the only pandemic we'll deal with. We deal with regional pandemics. Uh, I lived through H1N1 in Mexico when that hit, and I was running mm. a hotel in Cancun. Uh, you've got the Zika virus. You've got different things that pop up. So have some health security in place and maybe be connected to something such as this, which will give you guidance and advice and uh, a, a way to market your resilience down the road. And uh, let's try to keep ourselves from ever, uh, you know, suffering as badly as we have uh, through this as an industry again. Yeah, no doubt. Well, Herman, thanks for your leadership on this. I think it's uh, it's greatly needed and, and you're doing a great service for the industry. Thank you. Appreciate it. Thank you, Adam. Thanks for being on the show. This was my episode with Herman Elger. You can find him on LinkedIn or at sharecare.com. I'll link to both in the show notes. 
You can see the full interview on YouTube. Just search The Proven Principles Podcast. And if you want to learn more about the show, just head over to our website, theprovenprinciplespodcast.com. Finally, if you need to revamp a business strategy or just need help with a tough problem in your hotel or restaurant, please don't hesitate to reach out. You can book a free call with me by going to knowinghospitality.com slash contact. Thanks again for listening. Until next time. For past episodes, show notes, or if you've got a story that might make a great episode, head on over to theprovenprinciplespodcast.com. We'd love to hear from you. You can subscribe to the show wherever you get your podcasts, even on YouTube. And if you haven't already, don't forget to leave us a rating and a review. Thanks for listening to The Proven Principles Podcast.